Thank you all for sharing with us. Hear now these words from Ecclesiastes, the third chapter. I'll begin in verse 1 and share through verse 8. There's a season for everything and a time for every matter under the heavens, a time for giving birth, a time for dying, a time for planting and a time for uprooting what was planted, a time for killing and a time for healing, a time for tearing down and a time for building up, a time for crying and a time for laughing, a time for mourning and a time for dancing, a time for throwing stones and a time for gathering stones, a time for embracing and a time for avoiding embraces, a time for searching and a time for losing, a time for keeping and a time for throwing away, a time for tearing and a time for repairing, a time for keeping silent and a time for speaking. There's a time for loving and a time for hating, a time for war and a time for peace. Here ends these words inspired by God. May God grant us wisdom and courage for a few moments of reflection and interpretation. If ever there were a person, it seems, from what her family has shared with me about uh, someone who knew about the various seasons of life, all of these times we just read about, full of mountaintops and valleys, it was Deborah Gale. Her life was a testament, it seems, to truth, this truth, that life indeed runs in cycles and seasons. The earliest seasons of her life were lived really close to here in Weatherford in this surrounding area. Deborah was born into western Oklahoma, the red dirt life. She quickly grew in her love of outdoors. This love for the outdoors, from what her family shared with me, never left her. No matter how far her dreams and her career would take her from home, her family suggested that one reason she continued to love the outdoors is because it kept her far away from the kitchen a place where she had no desire to be. As was mentioned earlier, they said if she was faced with cooking for someone with her tongue firmly planted in her cheek, she would offer to fix them a burnt bologna sandwich. Her family says that she frequented Brahms even for breakfast. We can't all be perfect, come to think of it, I like Brahms myself. She grew right where she was planted. She graduated from Weatherford High School before going to Swasu, right here as well. But her aspirations grew. And because of her tremendous drive, hard work, and determination, she rose quickly, as was mentioned in the fashion world, leaving for Neiman Marcus as a fashion executive, based, her family said, out of Dallas, but traveling all over the place. To borrow King Solomon's excerpt uh, and concept a moment ago from Ecclesiastes that I shared with you about the seasons of life, for Debbie, this season in the executive world was a season filled with hard work, a season filled with travel, seeing different cities all across the world and making a name for herself in the fashion world. And yet, Deborah, according to her family, remained grounded in her love and compassion and her red dirt Oklahoma roots, no matter where she was. Deborah, according to her family, not only checked in with the people that she knew back home and loved back home, but stayed connected all over the place with her friends, with her family. 
No matter how far away she traveled, her heart was always back home. And even at the end of a long, hard day filled with a flurry of activities and meetings and shows and so forth, and she would call and she would check on those that she loved. She would remind them how much she dearly treasured them. And usually, they said, she would order room service and settle down for the night right there in her room. She seemed content this way and had no desire to pretend to have interests in the nightlife or out, out, outside of the room. By the time she'd done her work, she, she seemed quite content to settle down and relax because she remained grounded in her love of friends and family no matter where she was, no matter how hard she was working, and no matter where her job took her. Her Oklahoma roots, her family, her loved ones, she never forgot. She stayed connected. And just when things seemed to be really taking off in her fashion and clothes-buying career, she suffered a life-altering accident in her mid-30s, as her, some of her family mentioned earlier. A policeman ran over her accidentally while she was riding her bike, causing severe and complicated injuries to her that from that day forward in her life. She couldn't even work for about three years following the accident. She had to relearn how to drive, how to write, how to think. She had to relearn virtually every major motor skill. Her skull, you see, had even been crushed. And even after her rehabilitation, she would always struggle with her shoulder popping out of joint or with her ears ringing or with a host of other physical challenges. But you know something about that story that impressed me the most as I visited with her family? It was her incredible spirit through it all. You see, as a result of that terrible accident, the police officer who ran her over lost his job he began struggling with alcoholism. He lost his wife, and probably even more because he felt so terrible about the damage he'd done to Deborah's body and to her life. Well, one day, Deborah and this officer spoke together, and do you know what she did? She forgave him. She let him off the hook. Talk about grace in action. And after her recovery, and after some counsel with close friends and family, as was mentioned a little bit earlier, she launched a new business. She went into the insurance business, but she did it her way. She stayed connected to who she was. She insured animals. She started with domestic animals, but quickly saw the market was wide open for insuring exotic animals, and not just here, but all across the world. I wonder if she wrote any policies for the giant herd of feral cats she cared for, even up to her <laughs> last days. She remained true to herself, true to her roots, true to her family, true to who she was, who she felt she was called to be. That included the great love of animals and the outdoors, but it included friends and family and her roots forever and always. Her family reminded one another as we gathered the other day to plan this service, uh, that she was incredible. She was not perfect. She was human, 100% human like the rest of us. Oh, sometimes, especially after a treatment and her, uh, of her illness, she, she would get into squabbling or get irritable or get tired or bicker for a minute. But you see, these things were brief detours. They were not her rule. They were the exception. She could get pretty worked up also, even on a good day. I hear if she felt like you were cheating her, especially on a business deal. Uh, 
Word has it she walked right into a bar and punched a grown man in the face who cheated her in a business deal and knocked him off the seat in the floor. <laughs> but this was her passion, shining through. This was the exception for Deborah and not the rule, but it just showed her passion. Passion and compassion, it seems, were the general rule and way she lived. And the truth is, cancer is really the only battle Deborah ever lost. I'm not sure it really beat her in the end. In June 2018, she had come back from an animal event which was out of town and she felt a terrible cough. In fact, she coughed so hard and uncontrollably that she broke two ribs, her family said. This forced her to go to the doctor, something she always tried to avoid doing. This trip to the doctor was when her cancer was discovered as they checked on her body after this cough and this injury to her ribs. It turns out Deborah had a rare and very aggressive form of cancer. And so do you know what she did? Courageously, she sought the most aggressive treatment she could. And it took its toll on her body. But all the while, she never complained. She never gave up. She fought, just like she always had to the very end. And even though this was a season, as Solomon would have referred to it, of illness, a time to be sick, she also remained true to her roots. Her love of friends and family, her love of the outdoors, her love of swimming and golfing and riding horses. And neither the mountaintops or the valleys could change the person Deborah was committed to being, a person who lived deeply a person who loved deeply and profoundly. And while Deborah will be dearly missed, the lessons, the things that we have learned from watching and talking about her life and her love, those things will stay with us forever. Her family, they agree when we visited the other day that if Deborah, in fact, were right here with us and could say something to us today, get one last message across to us, she would convey and say this to us. Be good to one another. Love each other deeply with every day you're given. And do so with all your heart as long as you can. In the name of love and all that is holy. Amen.